Hello, friends. Welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. Hey, my name is Lance Bain. Good to have you with me again another week on our podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. This is episode 208. Title of today's podcast is Leading at Home. Leading at Home. This is part one. Gonna have a multi part series. Glad to have you with me on this. If you want to know more about me, check out lancebain.com. L A N C E B A N E.com. Lots of resources there. You can check out the history of our podcast. I was just browsing today through Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and they only go back so far. This is 208 episodes, and I think they only show the last 100. So you may have to find some way to browse the old library. And I know that all of these podcasts are available at lancebain.com. Just go to the homepage, click podcast, click Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives, and then you can browse the archive information that is there. So I'm so glad to have you with me again and lots of resources at the site. If you're a new listener, thank you. So glad that you are with me. I hope that what we talk about adds value to you in your leadership context in the variety of those places. And if you're a longtime listener, as always, I'm so grateful that you are here with me again this week. If you wouldn't mind, do me a favor, leave a review wherever you may be listening. Just find your writer review and tap it and leave us a review. I would appreciate it. Also, it would be great if you could leave us a five-star rating and then share this with other leaders that you know. And pretty much everybody has some leadership context in the home, at work, among friends. And so I'm glad that you are with me and thank you for doing that. As I said just a minute ago, today's topic is Leading at Home Part 1. And I want to share with you why leadership within the family unit is essential and of paramount importance for many reasons. And we're going to talk about that. You know, this subject this week really came from a comment of one of our listeners. This week I heard from one of them and they acknowledged how they did not always see their role in their family as a leadership role. And their comment and input is the inspiration for this week's podcast and next week's podcast. I'm not sure if this is going to be a two or three part series. We'll see how the content fleshes out over today. But today's a lot of content and we're going to work through it quickly. And so I would encourage you to, you know, maybe listen to this podcast a couple of times, maybe one of those times, listen in a place where you can jot down some notes and some key thoughts that I share that really stick with you. So I've got my notes here available wherever you may be listening. Welcome. Leading at Home, Part 1. As I said, this is of paramount importance. And so I want to begin this subject, Leading at Home, Part 1, by talking about the significance of family leadership. Why is this important to talk about? Family leadership, it's the cornerstone of a thriving home. It's the cornerstone of a healthy family. Whatever your family, <coughs> excuse me, dynamic may be, the significance of family leadership is a powerful cornerstone. It is essential for a healthy family. I, when I think of my own history, my mom and dad, who are both deceased, but were divorced when I was very young. I have an older brother and an older sister. They very vividly remember that. I don't. But my mom remarried. I had a stepfather who has also passed away. 
he and my mom were married till I was in my late 20s, and then they divorced. And knowing some of their family of origin history issues, I know that while I was in a very safe home, a very loving home, a home that provided for me and nurtured me, and I couldn't be really more grateful for the home that I was raised in. Mm-hmm. I do know that some of what my uh, parents experienced, and their, particularly my stepfather experienced, and their upbringing was very formative for how I was raised under their parental leadership. And so we need to make sure that the cornerstone of a thriving home is our leadership and that our leadership is healthy, that it's wise, that it's tempered, that it's patient, that it's humble, that it's assertive, that it's protective. And so family leadership is the cornerstone. It's the guiding light that fosters love and trust, growth within our closest bonds with my mom and dad having deceased, my relationship with my older brother and sister when it comes to my family dynamic, the Bain family dynamic, are the most important relationships. And obviously the relationship to uh, my Lord Jesus is the most important thing to my wife and children and grandchildren, but my siblings have such an important dynamic. Aware that this is a very diverse audience that is listening, not all of you come with healthy family histories. Abuse, dysfunction, fostering, orphanhood, um, distance, even though mom and dad may be there. Professional reasons might keep them constantly out of the home or out of your life. So I recognize that this is a sensitive topic. It's it's a topic that not everyone has a, a good history. They don't have a positive experience. And that's why we're talking about it today, because whatever our history may be with the idea of family, friends, today we can make a new beginning. We can start over today fresh and create a much better future for the family we're in, the family that we leave, lead, the family that we love. And whether that family, if you're single, that family may be your siblings, your mom or dad, it may be your friends that you consider your circle of family. Or maybe it's your biological family. Maybe it's distant family. And so the significance of family leadership can't be overstated. Effective family leadership will have a profound impact on family relationships in a variety of ways. And I'm going to zoom through these variety of ways for you so that you can understand the significance of family leadership. So what are these ways? Well, way number one is clear communication. Leaders foster open and clear communication that promotes understanding. It promotes, uh, sorry about all these background things. People are calling me and texting me. It promotes trust and growth within our closest bonds. Communication promotes understanding and strengthening of these bonds. And when we think about clear communication, we need to think about assertive communication, not aggressive passive or passive-aggressive communication. There are some previous episodes I've done, episode 134, episode 140, even episode 200, begin to touch on this theme of clear and effective communication. Way number two is conflict resolution. The significance of family leadership is that it helps us learn how to resolve conflict in a healthy way. When we role model and parent and teach and train those around us, our children, our siblings, our distant family, our friends, whoever they may be, we can teach them about conflict resolution, which ensures peaceful resolutions, preventing lasting disputes, generational issues that are passed on. We protect connection. We show how we're going to exchange love for each other. We learn and teach how to stay connected when emotion is high, whether that emotion is fear 
excitement, disagreement, anxiety, or pain. The significance of family leadership, way number three, why is this important? Trust and respect. Leadership, role models, uh, how we build a family on trust and respect and nurtures healthy relationships and boundaries. You, you learn trust and respect when there's a variety of personalities going on within your family. And we learn about these things and we practice trust and respect and we learn how to restore trust and respect when it's broken or violated. Way number four, shared values. Leaders instill shared values, unifying the family and uh, offering a compass, if you will, that guides our decisions and our directions and how we live and move and sort of have our being as a family. Do you know your common values as a family? Do you know your core values as a family? And are you teaching and articulating and role modeling these core values with your family? You know, let me just make another comment about shared values, common values, core values. Values answer, the core values answer, who are we? And they answer, what are we going to do when we face a variety of situations as a family? And why are we doing it? Core values are critical in the place of significance of family leadership. You may be listening as a young father or a new mother, or you're just wanting to increase health in your family, and you may feel at a loss around the idea of core values. Look, just do an internet search on establishing core values as a family. <laughs> there are going to be so many articles and tools and tips out there. You might even browse some of our podcasts. I know we've done episodes on the idea of core values. You can find it in our library of information, but you really need to do the hard work of establishing and clarifying these core values, communicating and role modeling them, and helping those around you understand why these are your core values. Number five, role modeling. Positive role modeling inspires the kind of qualities you want to emulate and pass on as a family, such as responsibility or justice or fun or empathy or courage or um, generosity, things like that. Role modeling offers your family healthy examples because society is going to give them example. Their friends are going to give them an example. Hollywood is going to give them examples. Social media influencers are going to give them examples. But no one has influence in the life of those you love and your family like you. You are leading your family. And so take that responsibility seriously and role model. Now listen, we're not asking you to be perfect. I'm not asking you to be perfect. But when you make a mistake, you own up to it, you admit it, you acknowledge it, you bring it into the light of the relationships, and you make a commitment to do better. Learn from the mistakes, reduce the amount of times you make that mistake, learn from it, and eventually it won't show up any longer in your family. Role modeling. Way number six, empowerment. Leaders empower family members. Fostering self-reliance, responsibility, confidence, ability, discovery of abilities and gifts and talents and passions. Empowerment is so important when you think about the significance of family leadership. Again, let me remind us that family leadership is the cornerstone of a thriving home. 
It's the cornerstone of healthy relationships. And so we want to give ourselves to clear communication, conflict resolution, trust and respect, common core values, role modeling, empowerment, and way number seven, quality time. Prioritizing the quality time with one another creates beautiful, lasting memories and strengthens our bond. Let me just, can I just say something about technology? Let me just, I want to say something for a moment about technology. I was watching an event on TV the other day, and so many people at this event have their cell phones up recording or taking pictures. And I love that. I've done it too. I record, I take pictures. But what I find what happens is that we get so engrossed in the technology of capturing the moment that we don't actually experience the moment. And so all we're left with then, at best, is some ability to try to relive the moment down the road with whatever technological snapshot or video we took. And sometimes I just want to say, put down the technology and actually live the moment. Let your heart, the love, the laughter, the memory, the jokes, the stories, the humor, let that be strong enough in your own heart that you can relive that without pulling out your device and always having to capture a moment. Listen, I'm all for taking pictures and taking videos, but most of us, if we're honest, we are so consumed by getting the right frame and getting the right this and the right lighting and making sure we get the right audio that we actually don't experience the moment. All we experience is one side of the screen and we've lost the beauty of the moment. Embrace the quality time that creates these lasting memories. Bonding, it builds the soul and it helps people feel safe, feel seen, feel soothed, and feel secure. Way number eight, support system. Leaders offer emotional support during tough times, enhancing resilience. People want to experience, our family members want to experience solidarity. Recently, a, a very important family member in my life had a car accident and was injured. Thankfully, they're okay and they are recovering. But I made a point in that time to call often, to text frequently, to communicate my love as best as I can to say, I'm with you. Do you want me to come over there? Do I need to travel to be with you? Are? I'll do it because I want you to experience the support system of family. The willingness to do that. And to express that and be that for each other is so powerful. And that's part of the cornerstone of being a healthy family. Here is way number nine, reason number nine, understanding number nine for why family leadership is so significant. It is personal growth. You as a parent, as a leader in your family, can encourage personal growth through natural education and what they may be learning. However, your child may be embracing the educational systems of their upbringing. But even more than that, it's the education at home. It's the education that happens when you teach them how to walk, when you teach them how to brush their teeth, when you teach them safety and technology and boundaries, when you teach them how to forgive the friend that said mean things, when you teach them how to be generous with their toys, when you teach them how to be generous with their money, when you teach them about justice and issues of race and unfairness and inequality and what is going on around the world, when you teach them about core values such as love 
love, peace, temperance, connection, goodness, kindness, joy, etc. When you teach them about hope and about personal vision and personal responsibility, when you teach them about their need spiritually for a Savior and for a connection to God and to Jesus Christ, when you teach them, you recognize and you are saying to them, personal growth is important. We are hardwired to explore what is on the other side of what we already know. And a family can be such an, a significant and instrumental part in helping people grow. Number 10, celebration of achievement. I love it when my siblings and my immediate family acknowledges ways in which I am growing. It's so powerful and it is so necessary. Celebration of achievements. Number 11, adaptability. When my youngest son, Luke, who's now a senior in high school, we moved to across the country when he was in second grade. And he's one of my greatest examples of adaptability. The way he adapted from leaving his friends to a whole new culture, a whole new climate, a whole new set of friends, a whole new way of learning. He has been a champ. And he continues to remind me of the power of adaptability. And I'm surrounded by champions who role model adaptability. And leaders are going to navigate change. You can help your family members adjust and thrive. You can help them learn how to flourish in new places, in new seasons, and in new times. Number 12, generational legacy. When you begin to understand your family of origin, you get a sense of maybe the trajectory of your family. And you can preserve family traditions and values and heritage for future generations. I have such a powerful story. I don't have time to share it with you today. Maybe I will on another podcast about my 110-year-old great-grandfather met this man who would come to his nursing home, and then I met him. It's just a remarkable story, but it underscores the power of generational legacy. Number 13, crisis management. This is critical because leaders provide stability and resilience during crises. And we role model and teach and educate and inform and inspire our family to say and to learn crisis is going to happen. But how do you lead through that? How do you respond in that? How do you grieve through that? How do you stay connected through that? How do you support and provide for each other during those times? Lastly, overall well-being. Effective family leadership enhances the well-being and the sense of fostering of belonging and fulfillment. Again, I will go back. Every person, as my friend Bruce Halstead from We Want More reminds me on a regular basis, everybody wants to be seen, they want to be soothed, they want to be safe, and they want to be secure. And it is my conviction that family leadership creates this kind of trusting, supportive, and growth-oriented environment that strengthens our family relationships, our family bonds, and it enhances the quality of life for all members. Recently, in watching a presidential debate, one of the candidates said, there is no greater force of power or change on the planet than the healthy nuclear family. Something to that effect. And I thought, I so believe that. Healthy families can change the world. And healthy families have significant family leadership. It is the cornerstone of a thriving home. It is the guiding light that fosters love, trust, growth within our closest bonds. This is the significance of family leadership. <laughs> I was hoping I could get to more today. 
But our 20 minutes is up. And these 14 reasons or ways or understandings of why the significance of family leadership are important will be helpful for you to consider. You want me to list them again? I'll do so quickly. Clear communication, conflict resolution, trust and respect, shared values, role modeling, empowerment, quality quality time, support system, personal growth, celebration of achievements, adaptability, generational legacy, crisis management, and overall well-being. All right, man, that was a lot, but it's good stuff. I want you to listen to this. Maybe listen to it, pause it, take some notes, because the this is so important for our time together, is that you understand leading at home, you have a role, you have a voice, you have a part, and today is just part one of these multi-part podcasts we're going to be doing on leading at home. Thank you to the listener that shared with me this feedback. It really inspired today's lesson and got me to think, and I'm excited about this topic, and I hope you are as well. Hey, friends, this is our podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's challenges. Episode 208, Leading at Home. I'm so glad that you are with me again this week. Don't forget to leave a review wherever you may be listening, to give us a five-star rating, and share this with a friend. Hey, everybody, I hope you have a great week. Stay healthy and stay hopeful, and I'll talk to you soon.